Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show live from Sin City the next couple days as we wait in joyful Bated breath level anticipation for Victor Webinyama. His debut at NBA Summer League tomorrow has me here, but we got you covered for the next two hours on a range of topics. Very excited. We're going to ponder what it means to be an all-time great and how you put such a thing on the scales, especially in the National Football League, courtesy of Michael Vick. I'm going to ask Tom DeCelestino, Tommy Muscles, Pretty Daddy, who's been getting it, by the way, on Twitter from some of you. At D-Cell CBS. Deservedly so, but it still makes me feel sad. I'm going to ask Tom a little uh, philosophical Vegas question. We'll talk about a new ambitious, maybe smart, maybe stupid, but ambitious plan by the NBA for an in-season tournament. Matt Snyder, my buddy, will swing by the program in an hour. He covers Major League Baseball for CBSSports.com. We'll do buy or sell. And Draymond Green is a very, very impressive guy. Smart guy, great player, insightful But he offers up a stark reminder, even the brightest and best can completely misunderstand something important. In this case, Chris Paul and his impact on teams. Good morning, Tom. Tom, let me ask you a question. Good morning, by the way. Good morning, Bill. Happy Thursday to you. Well, happy Thursday to you as well. Uh, wonderful, wonderful day here in, in Vegas. I was thinking about how they call it Sin City, right? I'm in Vegas, and it's Sin City, and I was, I don't come here to sin, right? I actually come, well, unless you consider playing poker sin a sin, and if you do, you're probably not going to be listening to the show very much. Walking around yesterday, and I realized why they call it Sin City. There's a lot of shenanigans going on here in Vegas, Tommy. you got to get out of here and just take it in. Yeah, that's what it's known for. There's shenanigans, and I have family now in Sin City, or right, right outside of Sin City. Ooh, are they, are they shenanigan-type folks? Uh, I don't think so, but maybe yeah. now that they live there, they have to be. Look, people, human beings are complicated, and all those complications play themselves out here in Vegas. And it, I was thinking about that, just the... The interesting nature of people and how someone can be so interesting or successful and such a failure in the same lifetime when Michael Vick popped into the old timeline. Now, I I, I don't know. Is it fair for me as I bring up a Michael Vick sports topic, Tom, to immediately go to the prison thing? Can Can I give you a little bit of a reason why, though, for me? Michael Vick, obviously, incredibly successful quarterback with the Falcons, uh, really the at the I know there was Warren Moon and other guys, but in this era, or at least that era, at the forefront of combining just massive and ridiculous athleticism at that position, was a game changer, and then ended up going to prison for, as you probably know, um, allegations that were founded to be found to be true of 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 um, 
abuse against animals, the dogs in, in particular. And I lived in Kansas City, Missouri, worked at the Kansas City Star, was a sports writer at that newspaper, traveling around the country for, for that paper when this happened. And I used to golf a lot, Tom, back in the day, but I didn't have a lot of money. Golf courses are expensive, and, and Kansas City, Missouri, is on the border of Kansas City, Kansas. They're two separate places. The Kansas City you know is on the Missouri side. But I used to drive across the border, I mean, it's just the same area, and go, I don't know, 20 miles outside of town to a really nice golf course that was very affordable. And I would drive around Levensworth, which is a federal prison, when Michael Vick was in there, and I would see that prison, and I would think to myself, I cannot believe Michael Vick is in that prison. And it seemed at that moment his career was over. His life as he knew it was over. That level of humiliation. And the big question was when he came out of prison, would he get to go back and play in the National Football League? And it turned out ironically, because he was in basically Kansas City, Missouri, the answer to that question was yes, because of a coach then in Philadelphia, and Andy Reid, who would eventually come to Kansas City, Reid, and find his level of greatness that had, that had eluded him for so long. And so you could certainly look at what Michael Vick said, and we'll play it for you here in a second on, on Tyreek Hill's podcast it needed to be said which to be fair is a podcast where many things that don't need to be said often are maybe this did you could make the case that Michael Vick arguing for Andy Reid is the greatest coach in the history of the sport which is what he's going to do here would be driven largely by the fact that he owes Andy Reid and that he loves him and that he feels affection for him but I would argue that someone like Michael Vick who in the midst of his career sat in that prison in rural Kansas who had random people like me driving past to do go about their daily lives, seeing that huge stone edifice, thinking, my God, Vic's in there. That guy had a lot of time on his hands and has a lot of perspective and is thoughtful about a lot of things, including legacy and the understanding of it and the idea of it. So I kind of perked up when I saw, and you're going to hear it here, Michael Vick, two Tyree Kill, making the case, Bill Belichick's not maybe the best, best co- coach in the history of the NFL, maybe. Maybe it's Andy Reid. I was actually thinking this year, like, after Andy won the Super Bowl, he he only got two, but he went to, like, four or five NFC championship games. Every year y'all was in the NFC, AFC championship game, or he was in the NFC championship game, or he was close. He might be the, one of the, the the greatest coach of all time. Bro, seriously, You don't have bro. to win championships to be considered, you know, I understand Belichick and Brady and that, that whole dynamic, but coach did it in Philly and then he did it in K- and he doing it in KC doing it in KC crazy though it's stupid you know what I'm saying yo I'm always shout out coach like I love I love that man to death like for real literally I do anything for him it is amazing by the way it's not just Michael Vick and it's not just obviously the very unique level of a second chance that Andy Reid offered Michael Vick that engenders that kind of love I've been around Andy Reid I don't know him particularly well in, in another lifetime in that lifetime where I used to go golf in Kansas City I, I wrote about the Chiefs and covered the Chiefs all the time. Spent tons of time around at Arrowhead before Andy Reid's tenure during the Scott Pioli era. A little bit different sort of success rate there for, for old Scott. But I'm a fan of the Chiefs. Like, I like the organization. I like the owner. I didn't like Scott. And he's my colleague now at CBS Sports HQ. It happens. But it happens. I'm an Andy Reid fan. But I don't think I'm being biased when I say that people who played for Reid beyond Michael Vick, love him. Donovan McNabb, name drop, uh, became a friend of mine when I did television at Fox Sports. When I once cut him off in my Prius, he was in a Lamborghini. Luckily, he thought it was funny. Did it at a high rate of speed. Uh, that would tell you everything about our lifestyles. He was in a Lamborghini. I was in a Prius. And our personalities. Thought I could get in to make the, you know, get to the 405 a little earlier. Almost took, almost took Donovan out. Donovan loves Andy Reid. Everybody loves Andy Reid. It doesn't make you the greatest coach of all time. 
But Vic made me realize that the conversation we're having about can Mahomes pass Brady, and I think that's a reasonable one, and it's out there now. Is Mahomes better than Tom Brady? No. Is he likely, is it a high likelihood he's going to pass Tom Brady to be the best QB of all time? No. I think you've got to win at least five rings to do that. Brady has six. Is it possible on this ridiculously steep mountain to climb that almost no one could even attempt, is it possible that Mahomes will get there? It is. Then it's one of the fascinating, great things about Mahomes' story, about the Chiefs' story, about that level of history. And one of the things I love about sports is you don't actually know. You think you know. You don't actually know. What Michael Vick reveals for me, what we didn't realize, is that the story of Mahomes trying, probably won't do it, but could, to chase down Tom Brady is the exact same story of his coach, Andy Reid, trying to chase down Bill Belichick. Oh, Brady has seven. I got a producer bomb. Tom, I can't even keep track of how many he has. You sure it's not 51? Every time I say that, I'm like, am I one too many? Brady has seven because of that one he won without Bill Belichick in mad. Tampa Bay. And the fact Brady has two different organizations says something. All right, so, so oh, Mahomes got to get to five or six. I think Reid is in the exact same place. I think there's the opportunity to chase down Bill Belichick. And it's amazing how much these guys mirror each other because they are both obviously brilliant, but they are not the products of, but they require the services of one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to have this level of success, which isn't saying a lot. I mean, that's part of the deal, but they still did. A little bit of the shine is taken off Bill Belichick because of that Super Bowl, that seventh championship that Brady was able to put together in Tampa Bay. And what's interesting is, Reed actually, to Vic's point, has a lot of success without Mahomes. It's not it's not Super Bowls, but if you compare what Andy Reid did in Philadelphia to what Bill Belichick has done without Tom Brady, and Andy Reid f- compares extremely favorably. Four conference championship wins in Andy Reid's career. Two Super Bowl wins. He has 22 playoff wins. Now, that is about nine behind where Belichick's at. He's a little bit behind in regular season wins, 247, to Belichick's 298. But Andy Reid was able to make Super Bowls in Philadelphia. Now, it was with Donovan McNabb, a very good quarterback, who obviously wasn't able to get it done in the T.O. drama and the T.O. madness. But Michael Vick's on to something. And, and, and this is the thing that I it's the thing that I love amazing about sports. Andy Reid was, in fact, the most impressive coach to never win a Super Bowl before he found Patrick Mahomes. He was a guy. This isn't a hot take. It's not me talking about Jalen Brunson a year ago. It's not something where you swing and you miss. Yeah, I got that one wrong. This is actually it was actually a fact that Andy Reid, that his success and his talent and his genius and his offensive mind and his ability to connect with players, as you heard there from Michael Vick and I've heard many times from Donovan McNabb, in the service of being a remarkable coach, also illustrated his shortcomings because he could not win the big one. He was so good, Andy Reid, and so talented and so inspiring and so brilliant offensively in an era where that became more and more important that he should have won championships and didn't. And that lack of a championship defined him as much as his greatness. That was true. It's also true that he found Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs go up and draft the kid. They already got Alex Smith. They see what they have, and it turns out Mahomes isn't just a talent, he's a winner. And he's not just a winner. He is a winner at a rate we haven't seen other than, we'll see what he does health-wise, but other than Tom Brady and other than Joe Montana, in the modern era, in my lifetime, right, going all the way back to the 80s, no one has combined the level of talent that Mahomes has 
with the ability to actually win games. Aaron Rodgers, talented guy, but not a winner, not a winner like this. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, talented guys, but but they're, they're missing something. They just are, and each, both those guys had opportunities to win championships where they weren't able to get it done. Bad luck, or in Wilson's case, a bad throw and a bad play call. We've known Mahomes can chase down the quarterback ahead of him. Michael Vick makes a great point. If Andy Reid gets another Super Bowl this year, if he gets to three, even though he's chasing Belichick, who's got six, you start to have a conversation after this about Andy Reid, maybe if he gets to four, being the best coach in the history of the sport. Because it's one thing, and I'm not taking anything away from Bill Belichick, it's one thing to have one organization where you build a culture and you get the perfect quarterback and you have a run. It's another thing to have a dynasty in one place in Kansas City and a near dynasty or an almost dynasty or a dynasty that couldn't quite get it done like he had with the Eagles before he came to Kansas City. I hadn't thought of this. I hadn't thought of Andy Reid in the same context I have Patrick Mahomes, but we should. Both these guys, just like Belichick and Brady, by the way, are arm-in-arm, the head coach and the quarterback in Kansas City, and trying to chase down history. If you think Patrick Mahomes can become the greatest quarterback of all time, doesn't mean he will. If you think it's possible, you've got to entertain the exact same thought for Andy Reid. Is it weird, Tom, that I, that I root for Michael Vick now? I was younger when that story happened. I was outraged, like most people. I was self-righteous, which is just a personality trait. I don't think what he did was okay. I think it was horrendous. I, I guess like the notion of forgiveness, which is easy to say and hard to execute, I, I root for Michael Vick just to be happy, right? I mean, obviously the guy doesn't play and the guy's long retired. Like him? Is that a weird? I just, that dude actually paid his price. And there are a lot of guys in the National Football League, and I'm not in any way underselling the horror of treating animals and dogs that way. It is, a, it is an atrocity. It is morally reprehensible. I'm glad that Michael Vick got punished. I am. There are people in the NFL who have treated human beings that, that bad or worse who, are, who still get to play. And that's a fact. So I'm not rooting for Michael Vick because I think he got a raw deal. I'm rooting for Michael Vick because he got what he deserved and it feels like learned a lesson from that. Is that weird? I don't think that's weird at all. I mean, Bill, I, I listened and watched the majority of over... An hour with that sit down with Tyreek Hill, Michael Vick was very insightful. I thought him, I thought he came off very profound and very remorseful. They talked about him going to prison. I thought he came off very remorseful. I enjoyed that interview. It needed to be said. The pod, they finally did a podcast that lived up to the name. All right, I'll, I'll give I'll give the whole thing I'll give the whole thing a a listen. The other thing that probably doesn't matter in the equation of success. But I think it's fascinating. And by the way, I like Bill Belichick. But Bill Belichick's not liked by many of the people that he coached. Former assistants, former players, Tom Brady. That is not a love fest. All right, they're not sitting around in ugly sweaters at Christmas time drinking eggnog talking about their friendship. That's not the relationship Belichick has with people. Andy Reid, and by the way, to a fault, right? We can talk about Andy Reid's son. We can talk about a lot of things where Andy Reid, you can make an argument, and I think it's a fair one, his overindulgence of people his lack of setting boundaries, whatever it is, his willingness to give second chances, maybe, at least in the moment, it feels like you shouldn't. I mean, if you've committed a crime in the National Football League and you're still playing football, the Chiefs are a destination because Andy Reid's going to give you a chance. These things are complicated. I get it. But Andy Reid's gift, among other things, is is connection and kindness. And, and I don't know Andy Reid at all. Now, the late, great Therese Paler, good, good friend of mine, 
uh, passed away a few years ago at a very young age. Uh, we had him on the show all the time. I love Therese. Still think of Therese all the time. TP was a national NFL writer who came up covering the Chiefs, and Therese didn't mess around. And he talked about Reed's kindness as much as he talked about his genius. And that makes it, you know, if, if, if there's a tiebreaker, I'd rather vote for the guy who reached his players through connection than through fear, who reached them through love than through hatred or whatever Bill Belichick. And I like Belichick. Look, I'm not mad at people who don't like to be nice to people. Tom is one of my favorite people, okay? There's different approaches in life, but I kind of like the Andy Reid vibe a lot. You like that, Tommy? 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Uh, NBA has announced some of the details. Actually, they're going to announce it tonight at the Mandalay Bay here in Vegas. Adam Silver will. But some of the details have leaked of a new in-season tournament. We're going to turn on Tommy's optimism alarm. He's feeling kind of optimistic. And I've got a Vegas question we're all going to ponder together next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You're listening to Writer Than You. We're going to throw the show plan out the window. Okay? We're going to lean into jazz, Tommy. I love that. I absolutely love that. On CBS Sports Radio. You put that as a rejoin because you think it's funny. You're still a little frustrated by it. I think it's magic. I think you got to loosen up, pal. you gotta, you got to let go. You're holding on too tight. It's loosey-goosey Thursday over here. Jazz. I'm in a great mood. Let's get some jazz. I can't sing. Uh, dude, when I moved to Little Rock, Arkansas, first time I ever went to a jazz bar, the little jazz bar down the street, I walked in. I ordered a drink, sat down, and I thought, I'm not cool enough for this. And 20 years later, I'm still not cool enough for jazz, but I'm doing it on the radio. Not today. A little more of a plan today. I got a bit of a, a Vegas philosophical quandary. Can you help me? Uh, I will help you, even though I've never been to Vegas. So, you know, take my okay. advice with a grain of salt. I'm going to humble brag here a little bit, okay? I'm going to throw in some humble bragging. 
before we get to the crux of this. As okay. you should. I have very limited skills in life, but I do have a bit of a motor. Like, I can get up on two hours sleep, and I can work 15-hour days, and I've done, you know, five of my last seven years. I've worked 90 hours a week, and whatever. No one's feeling sorry for me. I'm Peter Pan. I get to cover sports, but but I'm still like a busy Peter Pan, right? I'm not frolicking with Wendy. I'm kind of like dry, flying around looking for Captain Hook or whatever. Whatever's going on. Okay. <laughs> I just watched Peter Pan, by the way, over the weekend. I like it. I don't love it. The new I one? agree. Fully agree. Yeah. Good parts of the movie. Other parts were, eh, it's okay. I just mean the story. I haven't seen the new one. This oh, I watched Disney. the original. I watched the original one. The original. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. I mean, also, he kidnaps children from their house in London. Like, like That's what I'm saying. And, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, uh, Tinkerbell, not that nice at not all. Not nice at all. No, she's, she's a terrible person. And, and by the way, every Disney film is either you're kidnapped or your parents die. Every single. I didn't realize that until I became a parent. I'm like, oh, if my kids were in a movie and they were the stars of a Disney film, I would be dead now. Scar would throw me off the cliff or whatever would be, would be going on. That is a traumatic scene from The Lion King. Yeah, it could be pretty intense. <laughs> Great talk. So I like where we're going. So I can usually come to Vegas. I play a lot of poker. I'm not. I'm good at it. I'm not great. My brother's here. He's actually in the in the main event. He's chilling in the main event. He's he's playing the the, the ten thousand dollar buy in, which is insane. He'll come here. He'll win eighty grand, whatever. I am happy. Last time I was here, Tom, I won four grand. It's the biggest score of my life, right? Normally, it's like if I win two hundred dollars, I get out of here. Taxi ride is like thirty bucks at the airport. Boom, hundred seventy dollars. Don't buy anything at the airport. I'm money. Go back to my <laughs> wife. Give her half the money. That's the move. Give her half the money. Be like, here's what I want. And then keep the other half. I don't lie. If she says, is there more? I say, yeah. But then I just kind of turn and walk away. So yesterday, I, you know, I, I, I had a, a dinner drink with a, with a person from the NBA. Had the night off. Went to see my brother, right? He went to play his his uh, his, 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 his uh, poker tournament. Normally, I'd go find a tournament. I'd play cards. I'd play, I'm being honest with you. I'd play poker till 2 to 4 in the morning. Try to win some money. Come back. I get up on three hours sleep. I do this radio show. I'd be a little tired. I went to sleep super early. I was walking around. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired, man. And my, I love my son, but he, he sleepwalks. And, that, and he's back home. And I'm not, you know, and like my wife's not going to wake me up at five in the morning to feed the cat. And I just went to bed. Is that a, is that a, is that a philosophically speaking? Because I'm not in Vegas very often. Is that a win or is that a sad loss? Uh, that's a win, and now it's win. the okay. honest truth. It's what you needed. I'm glad you listened to me yesterday and opted for some sleep. Yeah. I mean, look, you want to look at the glass half empty here and say, like, hey, if this was five, ten years ago, I could do both. I could be well-rested and still go out and party or, or go play yeah. whatever you wanted to at the casino. Like, yeah, I mean, that's the reality of where we're at right now, Bill. Like, that's that's your reality. I think I could have done it. I just didn't want to sit at a poker table with a bunch of mopes. Also, this will surprise you. I'm very obnoxious sometimes at the poker table. If there's you? someone I don't like at the poker no. table, I go at that guy. No way. I've, I've had people want to fight me at the poker Most people like me. It's like life. If there's nine other people, three of them are indifferent. <laughs> Four or five of them really like me, but there's a couple who want to meet me in the parking lot, not for a nice reason. Yeah. I almost got uh, beat up by 40 people in a barn in Iowa once. So that's, that's a that's lot a of people, Bill. That's a lot. Yeah, I left. I just gave them my money, and it was a scene on a rounders. Okay, thanks for helping me work that out. By the way, corrections and retractions here. They're announcing the, the NBA play in tomorrow. T- today is Thursday, Tom. I don't know if you knew that. I, I didn't get enough rest, and I know the days of the week yet. Those are still confusing. We're still in, um, like, holiday time here. So, I mean, all the days blend in together. 
So some of this NBA play-in tournament has been announced. Can I put you on the spot? Do you want to try to explain? Re- so, so the, the basic gist of this is that Adam Silver, either he's a genius or he's an idiot. In this case, there's, there's definitely a fine line, as Tom likes to tell me all the time when he emphasizes the word idiot. Um, he wants an in-season tournament akin, Tom, to soccer. They have a bunch of these in soccer, right? We're like, you have multiple things going on at once. It took me a long time to figure it out. Here is what we know from producer Tommy about this tournament. And I mean, look, I'm going to I'm gonna read you these bullet points. And I'm going to read you the details of this tournament, and you're going to look at me and say, like, I need this in layman's terms because it's a lot. It can be a lot at times. All right. But like the, like the play-in tournament for the playoffs, it worked out well for the NBA, so I think we need to give them the benefit of the doubt here. All okay. right, Bill. It's going to divide all 30 teams into six pools of five teams. That's how math works. I'm pretty good at that. I'm already confused. The pools six will be, pools. <laughs> the pools will be composed of teams from each conference, but not necessarily from the same division. Do you like Got that it. so far? So we're gonna do. So we're still gonna do pools, east and west. Three from the east, three from the west. Yes. Got it. On okay. designated days in the first six weeks of the regular season, teams will play four group games that will also count as regular season games. Got that? So there will be games for every team that have double meaning. They count to the regular season. But they also count to the new fancy schmancy, very confusing play-in tournament. Yes, that's how that's how I took it as well. We're on the same page. Okay. All five pool teams will play against each other at least once in two road games and in two home games. Oh, hold on, real quick. So we got we got five. No, we got six pools of five teams each. That is correct. So you're going to play eight games, right? Because you can't play yourself. You're going to play the other four teams at home and the other four teams on the road. You're going to play eight games that are regular season games that are also for this playing tournament. You got this. See, you got it. Easy math. Hashtag math. Hashtag sleep. Hashtag I wish I played poker last night. Let's keep it rolling. All right. I'm going to take it one step further, Bill. The six pool winners and two wild card teams will enter a single game elimination tournament. That will be where you are in Sin City in Las Vegas. Oh, no, man. Each player will win a half a million dollars each. So they're going to take six, they're going to, eight teams will be in a tournament. And the, all these games count. The tournament games all count as the regular season, right? That's how I perceived it, yes. That there's a, Other than the championship. Dub, yes. Double meaning for these games. Now, look, I know you get a little annoyed, which is why I do it so much when I talk soccer on our, on, our, on our national radio show. But I do watch a lot of Barcelona soccer, and they try to win their league, which is called La Liga. And if you're a Man U fan, you're, you're trying to win the you know, Premier League. And if you're a PSG fan, shame on you. But, okay, you're trying to win a legal, or however the hell you say it in French. But you're also trying to win, you know, the, the FA Cup or the Copa del Rey, and you're trying to win the Champions League. There are... This, there's a precedent for this. So I, I know what it's like to sort of watch and figure it out. So I like the idea. I like more competitiveness. I frankly like the idea of getting to come to Vegas more often to cover the NBA. I think that'll be fun. I can try to, like, you know, lock back in, staying up late and playing cards like I should have last night. Do you think the casual fan, do you think they can build something where in five years people care? about a tournament in December. I think they can. I think they can. I think it all depends upon storylines. Now, in the first few seasons of doing the play-in tournament to reach the playoffs, we've had really good storylines built in. I mean, we had one season where it was Steph versus LeBron. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. You could have scenarios, you know, like the Heat this year. Went from the play-in tournament, losing the first game of the play-in tournament 
to go play in the NBA Finals. Like, that's an awesome storyline. You can, can have can... a couple duds, though, where nobody really cares. Can I give you what I think would be perfect for the NBA? And I'm not saying that they know this, and they're going to fix the officiating, and they're going to make sure this happens, and there's going to be some – there's not going to be – I'm not saying shenanigans, shenanigans. I'm not rim talents in this thing, okay? I'm just telling you what I think would be interesting. <laughs> you ready? Go for it. I miss talk about rim, talents. Victor Webanyama is going to be a sensation if he's healthy. He's going to be an absolute sensation. I know having had conversations with people from the NBA League office the last couple years about this, right? You go out for a beer, a coffee, this comes up, you sort of shoot the breeze about it. That one of the things that they anticipated is even if a LeBron, right, or a Steph Curry-led team doesn't care enough to pour themselves into it because they're focused on other things, well, the fact that it counts for the regular season will help a little bit. But you might have other teams that are sort of marginally excellent, understanding we can't win a marathon, but maybe we can win this sprint, really putting effort into it. The Spurs could apply. If Webinyama, and I think he will be, because when LeBron came into the league, that that team went from like 22 wins to, to something like 38, almost 40. Like the presence of a generational talent makes a mediocre team almost a 500 team. Webinyama and the Spurs aren't going to be good enough to make a run next year, but if they decided to put some effort into this play-in tournament, and you have Webanyama playing in a tournament that feels like it matters for eight games, and he makes a run to a championship in Vegas, it might feel, Tom, a little more special than if the Utah Jazz make a run. I agree. It's all about storylines, and storylines in the NBA means which star players are playing in these games. I'm extremely excited. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a different question. I don't like Twitter. You love Twitter. You're a Twitter machine. You love the Twitter. Do you even like Twitter? I'm just saying that. I love Twitter for our show. Twitter is the best device that I read, quote-unquote read, to get information for this show. Even though people like Pearson McDonald are just mean to you. Uh, That is correct, yes. Over-the-top mean to me. There's a new thing called Threads, which apparently launched. It's an Instagram, Facebook thing. Are we going to explore this as a show, or are we just going to stick with the Twitter? I think if information, if people start putting information on, it's called Thread thread or Threads? It's a great question. I think it has an S on the end of it. All right, well, let's go with threads. Um, if information that is useful for the show, then I'm at least going to have to explore it. Will you replace Twitter with threads personally? Are you going to go? Are you going to run out and get a threads? I don't think I am. I think I kind of want to, but I think I'm probably a little too lazy. Are you going to do like the wait and see approach? Yeah, as will everyone else, which is why it probably won't work. I agree. It's so hard to change. Like I'm so used to Twitter. I don't love Twitter, but I'm so used to it. All right, let me. I'm jumping around here. I'm, I'm jazzing. You got me inspired about with like jazz, right? Let's say the NBA thing works. Let's say that, that it's even a mild success. And, and, and if it has, if the championship game does ratings that are successful by the standards of, of the NBA, they will deem it a success. And you said it. It will depend who plays and what the matchup is. But if it's a game that really matters and it feels like something special, it's in Vegas and it's Steph Curry against LeBron, or if it's Webb and Yama and the Spurs against. I don't know, the Celtics, I think people are going to watch. Okay, let's say it's three or four years from now it's successful. Obviously, the National Football League cannot do this. Do you think MLB, under Robert Manfred, would, would copy this idea? Or the NHL would copy this idea if it's a success? They'd be silly not to entertain the idea. I mean, we see it. Sports is, is copycat. Everybody copies one another. If something works and you need help over in your league or, or you know, why not? Why not? 
I'm supposed to fly home tomorrow during the web. I booked this travel. They booked it for me before Webanyama got sort of selected. I think I'm going to stay and go to the Wemby game. I got to go, right? I think you got to go. Got to go? Yeah, I think you got to go. I kind of want to see him. I want to see him play. You're going to see him play so much, though. I am gonna, I'm going to spend so much time in San Antonio the next five years. I'm excited about it. I like San Antonio. All right. How are you? Having good in your life? How's the family? Everybody's doing fantastic. It's summer. Summer weather. It's a little hot here in the Northeast, but it's good. My son announced to me yesterday as I was leaving town that he's now a Warriors fan, and he's a Steph Curry fan, and he won't be a Lakers fan. It's hard to keep Can track. That... So we got Warriors and yeah. Angels right now, right? Yeah, but then he did tell me yesterday that he's thinking about maybe being a Dodgers fan because he doesn't know if Shohei Otani is going to stay with the Angels. Apparently Ooh, he's been on YouTube. See? Okay. Okay. Smart kid. Smart kid. Can my kid be a Warriors fan if he's from Iowa and lives and grew up and, like, was raised in L.A.? Yeah. Why not? Yes. Because, yes. 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 I mean, I do love, because this is the thing. He's going to become a fan, then Steph's going to retire. Yeah, but then he'll stay with the Warriors. Because okay. he'll be old enough by that point, he'll, he'll stay with the Warriors. So you're telling me in like six years or seven years, if Will comes home and says, Daddy, I'm so excited, I'm a Bulls fan now, you're going to be like, let's go for it. Yes, absolutely. I'm not, I am not that. going to decide his fandom for him. I just I'm, will be over the moon if he's into sports whatsoever, and we could bond over that. Do you and your wife fight about Because my brother is a Cubs fan. His wife is a Red Sox fan. And they have this ongoing battle for who is going to like win their kids' hearts, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. So you said an interesting word there. Do we fight about it? No, we don't fight about it because I lose every single time. So I don't think it's defined as a fight because I lose every single matchup. Mrs. Diesel sets the, sets the tone. Uh, yes. And then at this point, I just surrender. I want to do a thing on the show called a producer bomb because you you frantically text me sometimes, and then I want to I want to make fun of you for it. What did Mrs. D Cell say? Uh, she likes the idea. She didn't see how it would be making fun of me, even right. though I tried over and over again to paint it's that including picture you. for her. It's including you. All right. Um, you can be good at football. You can throw a football really well. That doesn't mean you have any idea what you're doing when it comes to public relations or the words that you're speaking. So Josh Allen. You know, this whole Stefan Diggs thing, it's kind of ugly. Things are weird. Uh, Josh Allen decided it would be a good idea to, to go uh, on, a, on, a, on a multimedia platform and, and get a shovel and just keep digging a hole deeper and deeper and deeper. So we're going to get into Josh Allen sounding like an idiot after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Greg Caserta. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beauty Rest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. 
As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. You're listening to Writer Than You. Although I gotta tell you, I cannot eat a hot dog plain and will not eat it with ketchup. Give me mustard, give me onions, give me pickles. Give me relish. What are you throwing? Give me tomatoes. Give me a Chicago dog, man. You don't put ketchup on your hot dog, Tommy. I know. I've been through this. He called me a child for this. Like, grown-ups don't put ketchup on hot dogs. I got it. I still Did put I call ketchup you a child? on Yes, yes. I mean, it's accurate. I just, yes. I'm just surprised I said it. On CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Welcome back into the show. Are you enjoying doing the daily? I feel like it took a while, but you seem to be into it. Yeah, it's really highlighting for me how much you and Bogus really like to get on my case, though. It's highlighting for me how that's all you focus on. <laughs> I mean, you guys give me plenty of content to work with. I don't with. know, bro. Sometimes you really search for it. But it's better than you playing the same one over and over. You're like, you're so mean to me. I don't Remember know that? what you're talking about. <laughs> I can always tell your mood based on how many times you play that in a week. <laughs> I, really, I really am a terrible poker player. I oh, wear yeah, no, all be my bad. emotions, if not on my face, on my sleeve. Like Everybody knows what I am thinking at all times. It's amazing to me how much people don't know what they don't know and have no clue of that. It happens in our business, right? And I'm sure I'm guilty of it. I'll say this guy's a great guy or this this woman's awesome person to work with. And I actually don't know. Like I had a beer with them six times, and it turns out that they throw things at people. Or you presume that someone's a great colleague to work with, and you talk to somebody who actually had to do it, and they hate them. Or the reverse can be true. I get a bad rap sometimes. People who... You presume just aren't aren't pleasant to be around and are, are awesome, and it's not just true in, in radio or selling insurance or whatever, the meat market where my dad worked. Like it's every it's everywhere, and it's true in the NBA. Do I think that Draymond Green believes that Chris Paul is going to be a good leader for his team? Uh, yeah, I think Draymond's probably telling the truth when he says that. But when it comes to Chris Paul and his time with the Clippers and his impact on DeAndre Jordan in particular, that I can speak to with great authority as somebody who reported and broke stories on that. So on the Podcast P, Podcast P? Is that what it's called? Podcast P with Paul George. I don't like it. I don't like it as a name. Um, Podcast P with Paul George, Draymond Green talked about his new teammate Chris Paul, what Chris Paul will bring to the table, and while Dre said the words he believed are true, I, I, I'm telling you, this is absolute malarkey. I think he brings a couple things. After the Lakers series, Steph said in his press conference, we ran out of variety. If they're taking this away, mm-hmm. then you can go to this. If they're mm-hmm. taking that away, then you can move to this. Our team last year didn't have a variety of ways that we could score. And I think CP adds another thing to the menu. But I'll tell you one more thing that I think it unlocks, and I actually look forward to learning this from him. I think Chris Paul will completely unlock Jonathan Kaminga and his growth. 
CP is great with young guys. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Aiden looked like a buzz before CP came to Phoenix. No disrespect yeah. to Aiden, <laughs> more so a nod to CP. Yeah. What he would do for Jonathan Kaminga and unlocking Kaminga mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah, he he's only going to unlock the, the, the person self-loathing. Chris Paul is not a leader who inspires young players. DeAndre Aiden didn't like playing with him. DeAndre Jordan was traumatized, some people would tell you, by his time around Chris Paul, it was devastating. When you are in a position of leadership, when you have the biggest voice in the room or one of them, how you treat people, how you manage the media on their behalf, how you interact with them matters. And Chris Paul is not going to be a success story for any of these guys. Draymond Green doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, at least Draymond is wrong while thinking he's telling the truth. Cannot say the same thing for Josh Allen. And if you and I think you guys said this last week, right, Tom, when I was on vacation. Turned out Stefan Diggs, frustrated that he wasn't able to get the right amount of attention and targets and be enough of the focus in crunch time. And all you gotta do is let the story die down. That's all you gotta do. Remember, it was the head coach who said that Stefan Diggs there was an issue with Stefan Diggs. It was Stefan Diggs who put stuff on social media. The media's job, our job, my job, is to simply I mean, I'm a little more incendiary, if accurate, but most of the folks covering these guys every day are just writing the facts. Here's what happened. Here's Josh Allen. This is on Barstool, over at Barstool, trying to blame the people who are stating the obvious about the silliness and borderline incompetence emanating from the Bills. I love him. That's my guy. The media has blown this so far out of proportion. Right? Like, we, we are in rookie or minicamp. We're not playing a game for four months. He doesn't show up one day. He's still there. You know, coach asked him to, to go home. We were in talks and discussions of trying to trying to resolve some things, and it wasn't anything major. And media just blew it up. And they're still talking about it. So like, mm-hmm. let it go. Let it go. There's there's no reason to continue talking about it. It was not a big deal. Yeah, don't, don't cover the news. Ignore us when we do things that are silly. The thing about this that's amazing is this is a story anywhere. This is a story anywhere. But in Buffalo, it's particularly important because Stefan Diggs, and we've talked about this a lot here on the show, unlocked Josh Allen, unlocked the potential of that offense. Diggs' arrival from Minnesota a few years ago was the gateway for Buffalo to get to where they got, which was the borderline of being a real contender. Had they lived up to it, they, they certainly, certainly have not what, whatsoever. But Diggs being unhappy, Diggs' presence on that team, Diggs being sent home, that's a story, not just because it's interesting, and that is enough, by the way, because it could have an absolute impact on that team. Uh, Sean McDermott, the head coach, we have this, 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 this clip. I mean, I'm just going to let you listen to how this story started, and you can tell me whether or not, this is the Bills head coach, you can tell me whether or not the media is blown out of proportion or whether this story actually came from within the Bills organization. Steph is not here. Um, everybody else is here at the current time. How concerned are you about that? Oh, very concerned. Yeah, very concerned. I'm not going to get into And Listen, I respect everyone's, everyone's questions and what they want to know about our team. Right now, I'm, just, I'm not going to get into, into that anymore. So we'll talk about practice Happy to do that. Happy to answer those questions. Um, and we'll move forward from there. Yo, Josh, let me give you a little uh, lesson in, in media relations, in reality, and things as they are. When the head coach says that the most important player, maybe the third most important player on the team, 
isn't around and that that coach, Sean McDermott, is very concerned, that's called a story. That's something we talk about. That's something we focus on. You got an issue with the media blowing, quote-unquote, the story out of proportion, you handle your own business better. You learn to talk about it in a more impressive way. You tell Stefan to get off social media. You tell the head coach not to be honest. That's not on me, man. That's not on the people who are covering this team every single day. And by the way, look, if this was, I don't know, March, and there were reports out there that Stefan Diggs wasn't getting along with Josh Allen, but we couldn't really prove it, but it came from anonymous sources. That would still be a story. But I would understand where you could at least pretend. You could close your eyes and, and, and lie and say, oh, it's the media. This is a creation. This is a drama that is absolutely derived from the actions of the people in your organization. All of the news and information we have is public. A press conference where Sean McDermott says, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. You repeatedly, including this Barstool interview, putting your foot in your mouth, getting your shovel out, just digging a hole deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm not saying Josh Allen's not a bright person. I'm not saying that. Now, would Josh Allen accuse the media of being stupid if it served his purposes? Probably. But this answer, this response, this the media blew it out of proportion is not a smart thing to say. You don't sound like a bright guy. You don't sound like someone who understands what's going on. Stefan Diggs was frustrated. Stefan Diggs had some kind of serious interaction with Sean McDermott. Stefan Diggs got sent home by his head coach or stormed out. Stefan Diggs went to social media and was nebulously but clearly taking shots at somebody in the organization. And you're going to come on here and say the media blew it out of proportion? Cool, man. Great story. Why don't you stick to football? Why don't you stick? I mean, give, give me an app. This is the other that drives me crazy. And wherever you are, look, I know a lot of you don't like the media and your politics or cover your hometown or even covering your teams. I get it. I get it. I, re- I really do. But this is clearly the fallback when people don't like what they're hearing. So the next time that the Josh Allen or someone in the NFL says it's just the media blowing things out of proportion, I want you to remember this story, a story that is completely generated within the Bills organization, that is publicly stated, that you don't have to interpret things, and you don't have to rely on anonymous sources, who, by the way, are reliable 99% of the time, or at least the reporters reporting on them are reliable. This is the head coach and the star receiver having a very public issue, and Josh Allen acting like he's a kindergartner trying to navigate the politics of the National Football League. Either be honest with yourself and other people and stop blaming the media for what you guys screwed up or shut the hell up. I don't care which one it is. You're going to come at me. You're going to insult my business. You're going to like, can you imagine if I just said football players are stupid or football players are liars or football players are divas? None of that's true. Human beings are complicated. I'm so tired of the guys that we cover acting like they can say the entire media sucks because they don't like the way they acted. Grow up, you man-child. Why don't you go win some playoff games and stop blaming people like me for the problems within your own organization? You're never going to fix things if you look for scapegoats instead of solving the problems yourselves. Now I'm sort of Team Stefan Diggs. Got to deal with Josh Allen all the time. Why didn't you throw me the ball? The media, man. You know, I was in the huddle in the media. What? Yeah, the media, bro. Let's talk some baseball with a guy from the media who does a good job. Matt Snyder joins us next here on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.